Howdy, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. This is episode four, episode quattro of the show. I tried to record this episode with my good friend Elliot Bruce last week where we would break down each of the eight NFL divisions and give our predictions as to who would win and why, but it didn't turn out that great because it was late at night and Elliot was falling asleep and it just wasn't a good podcast. And we have high standards here at Fighting Fire with Fire, so we scrapped it. So now for take two of episode four of the FFWF podcast, I have my good friend Tien Tran. Tien, say hi to the people. What up? Nice. Thanks for having me. Tien, Tien so and I enjoy the rap air horn in equal measure. And you're here to talk about two things, which are very related to each other. We're here to talk about the actual NFL and preview the eight divisions, but we're also here to talk a little bit about fantasy football. Love and it. you are, were a bit of a late arrival to fantasy football. When was the first time you played it? Uh, I played, I started like four years ago. Like 2013? Yeah. So, and I believe uh, we joined our good friend Elliot's league. I joined in 2012. And the reason you like playing it is because what? I love football. Love football. Love talking, love talking shit. Yeah. yeah. We, we have a competitive group of friends. And yeah. you were saying that it also makes games that are not involving the Pats more interesting for you. Yeah, I, I definitely watch everything now with fantasy and you care and you and do you feel like you know more players as names yeah i'd say so yeah you definitely pay attention more because you uh, watch at least on the offensive end you don't know any defensive players probably not most people don't (laughs) i'm still working on that part of it but do you have any fantasy sleeper that because we've already had multiple drafts together i've had Mm -hmm. four drafts already i have a fifth one this week but is there any sleeper that uh for people who have already drafted or have one coming up this week that you'd want to give out a nice uh, sleeper. Give me, uh, give me Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, the Cowboy. Yeah. I actually really like yeah. that as a sleeper. And yeah, we're, I think will do great things. And you'll, you'll see why I like that as a sleeper when we come and talk about the NFC East and what I my optimistic expectations for the Cowboys even without Tony Romo for six to ten weeks and potentially more than that. My sleeper is Charles Sims on uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay because I think Doug Martin is going to have a major bounce back as in bounce backwards year and he Charles Sims especially in a half point or full point PPR league is I think he had the most yards per touch of any running back last year oh, yeah. or somewhere yeah. in the top five and I think if Martin were to say get a high ankle sprain or some injury that would keep him out in the range of four to six weeks or longer than that then Sims would get every down kind of workload and he would blow up. So Charles Sims. I have another sleeper too. You have another sleeper? Did you, uh, did you hear Forsett got released? Justin Forsett got released by the Ravens. The Ravens. So, uh, enter Terrence West, right? Terrence West. Yeah. He he had some flashes last year. So I think, uh, we'll see. Uh, I mean, yeah, the running back situation may be avoided there. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that Baltimore, like the Patriots, (laughs) you should just avoid drafting their running backs at all costs. Hey, definitely. That being West. said, I have Justin Forsett on one of my teams, and oh, yeah. he's released, so that's yeah. great. But hey, give me him, give me him a late flyer, late late, late flyer. Is it worth it playing fantasy football and invest? Because we have a uh, hundred bucks in, invested in two different leagues. Is it worth it? Like, is it worth just to talk shit even if you don't win? Yeah, it's fun. It's it's. I just love it. I love football. I can't wait for it to be back. Yeah. Yeah. It's just neither can I. It's amazing. It starts this Thursday with the Carolina Panthers and the Denver Broncos Super Bowl Great rematch. Game. Great game. And we wanted to preview the eight divisions, so we'll go. Uh, we'll do an AFC division, then an NFC division. We'll bounce back and forth between the AFC and NFC as we predict the division. So we'll start with 
the Panthers division. We'll start with the defending NFC champions. The Panthers are in the NFC South. That's the Panthers, the Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons. And do you see any reason why the Panthers should not win this division for the third year in a row? Or is it fourth year in a row? Fourth year in a row. Yeah, give me Carolina. They're, uh, I mean, last year, they, they will, may not be as good as last They're year. They're not going to go 15-1 can, again, yeah, first of all. Can't do that again, but, I mean, there's, there's no... And Cam no may not win MVP again. I, but I still like them to, to win that division. I still really like uh, all the play. They still have the best middle linebacker and the best cover linebacker in the whole league in Luke Keekley, who mm-hmm. spells his name K-U-E-C-H. That always messes up when I'm trying to type in Keekley's name, Keekly. but whatever. They don't have Josh Norman anymore, but I actually think that's a bit of a overrated as far as how much that's going to affect their defense negatively. I think mm-hmm. that'll have a minimal negative impact on their defense, and they're still going to go... Somewhere around eleven and five or twelve and four win that division. I do really like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I really think Jameis Winston's going to be better. I Winston's mentioned Charles Sims before. I love some individual players on that defense. Even though the defense itself isn't that good, Gerald McCoy and Levante David are two top five guys at their positions. But they haven't. That hasn't reflected itself in them being an average or above average defense yet. I think this. If that happens this year, then they could go. Somewhere in the range of nine and seven, or maybe even ten and six, and be knocking on the door for a wild card playoff spot. But we like the Panthers in the NFC South, so we'll flop, we'll flip flop over to the AFC and do the AFC South. The AFC South is probably the worst division in football. The Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Tennessee Titans. Shouts out to our good friend Nick Gomez, who, when he visited Vegas this summer, put a long shot bet on the Tennessee Titans to win the Super Bowl yeah, at seventy-five luck. to one. We would like to thank Nick for taking his money and burning it straight into the sky. Congrats, Nick! Uh, <laughs> because the Tennessee Titans are not going to no go eight way. and eight. They are not going to make the playoffs, and they are certainly not going to win the Super Bowl. But Tien, who do you like to win this division, and why? Uh, give me the Colts. I think the Colts. Will have a, a, a huge bounce back year, and why is that? Give me two reasons why. Just two. I I love I love Andrew Luck. I love uh, that's a pretty good reason. I love uh, Dante Moncrief. You like you like their look second out, receiver. Look out for him this year. Him and Ty. They're I think they're gonna have really strong years. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only reason the only other reason why they wouldn't. Uh, win is because of the Texans. It's because so, of the Texans. Yeah. Is that who is that who you like? Now the Indianapolis Colts' biggest weakness is their offensive line, which was really really bad last year and has been bad for a few years and Andrew Luck has gotten sacked more since he came into the league than anybody else Mm -hmm. he's just taken a beating and to address that the Colts spent four of their draft picks including two of their first three round draft picks I think they spent their first and third round draft picks on offensive linemen however I don't think you can just address a problem by drafting offensive linemen and plugging in rookies and just assuming that that's going to make your line better so I think he's going to get his ass handed to him again, again and get huh? sacked a ton. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Andrew Luck. I don't care if you're Joe Montana. I don't care if you're Harambe. If you have a bad <laughs> offensive line, you're going to get tackled a ton. And by tackled, I mean sacked. So I think that the Texans, who don't have as bad an offensive line and have a couple of high-profile offensive signings in the offseason, they signed Lamar Miller. They signed Brock Osweiler. They paid him a ton of money. And that's probably the biggest wild card. I think Osweiler was a competent game manager in Denver, but that's when he had the best defense in the league and one of the best defenses ever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if the Texans defense is going to be that good. It could still be pretty good. We hope that J.J. Watt heals fully from back surgery that he had about two months ago, and he's still going to play week one. Shouts to J.J. Watt for not being a human and being some sort of cyborg. Uh, But I like the Texans, and I actually don't think the Colts are even going to make the playoffs. Also, I 
am going to really enjoy watching the Jaguars again, even though they're not going to make any noise. I really like watching my boy Allen Robinson, who I had on my fantasy team last year, and Allen Hearns, Bortle Service, uh, the running back combo of TJ Yeldon, Chris Ivory. Mm -hmm. I like the the couple of those draft picks, Miles Jack, Jalen Ramsey, who fell to them. Oh, no, Jalen Ramsey was fifth overall. Miles Jack fell to them early in the second round. Um, So we did the... NFC and AFC South. Let's go to the NFC West. The NFC West has the uh, best one-two punch of any division in the league, and that's the Arizona Cardinals, Seattle Seahawks, in addition to the St. Louis Rams and San Francisco 49ers. Tien, who do you like to it's win this division and why? Now, oh, sorry, LA excuse Rams. me. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Good. It's the Los <laughs> Angeles Rams. My mistake. I forgot that, uh, what's the guy's name? Stan Kroenke uh, just ripped the heart out of every yeah. St. Louis Rams fan and moved him to L.A. The answer to all your terrible. questions is money, people. Money, 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 money. Money runs everything. Uh, let me go with, I like Arizona. I like I like my boy Carson Palmer. Uh, uh-huh. and, the, and the Cardinals, yeah, and their their plethora of offensive weapons. Can you name uh, four of their receivers? They have like five good receivers. Can you name four? Of them? Yeah, so there's John Brown. Uh huh. There's uh my boy Fitz, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzy. Uh, who else is there? Is Malcolm still there? Malcolm. Or Michael. Michael Floyd. Michael Floyd's still there. Right? Michael Floyd is three. Can you name another one? Uh, one of their. Can you name their fourth or fifth receiver? <laughs> Jerron Brown Jerron and Brown. JJ Nelson. They got some talented dudes yeah, catching passes. Those, those guys are good. And Carson Palmer was an MVP candidate last year. They were really good. I think that the NFC Championship game uh, was a blowout in Carolina, but that was not indicative of how far apart those two teams were relative to each other. However, I think that a lot of things went right for them last year, and a lot of things went wrong for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. And I think that Seattle is going to win the division. I think that Russell Wilson lit the world on fire the second half of last year and turned Doug Baldwin into a much higher profile receiver than he probably deserved to be. I think Baldwin is an okay receiver that just got the plethora of touchdowns for a stretch. I feel bad for anybody who drafted Doug Baldwin in their fantasy teams this year, by the way. I don't think he's going to have nearly as many catches or TDs as he did last year. But Wilson is a monster. And he is actually the only quarterback who, behind a really bad offensive line, can still be successful because he's so good at scrambling around and making plays. I really like that defense still. That defense just keeps on coming, man. They still have Cliff Averill, Bobby Wagner, Michael Bennett, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, like Cam Chancellor. Yeah, it just never – the continuity never ends. I also really like Arizona's defense. I love Calais Campbell. I love Mike Upati. Actually, is Mike Upati an offensive lineman? Am I stupid? Yeah, I think I think Upati's an it's offensive lineman. Um and Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, Patrick Peterson, newly acquired Chandler Jones from the Patriots. That's not going to be fun for the Patriots week one, let me tell you. Oh, not going to be fun. I think the Arizona's going to cover that five-and-a-half-point spread, but uh, they're not going to blow them out. Cardinals win that game by seven or ten points. In any case, we disagree about that. I'm glad we disagree. I have the Seahawks, you have the Cardinals. So now let's flip-flop from the NFC West to the AFC West. The AFC West, the Kansas City Chefs. Sorry, the Chiefs, the <laughs> Oakland Raiders, the Denver Broncos, and the San Diego fighting f- for their franchise life to keep the franchise in San Diego Chargers. And, Tian, who do you like to, to win this division and why? You were joking about the Raiders pre-podcast, but you're not seriously picking the Raiders to win this division, are you? No. I, you got to go with Denver. You got to go with Denver. Uh, I mean, they... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I do love the Raiders. I think Derek Carr will have a great year. I think uh, we love Amari Cooper. Love Amari Cooper. And Khalil Mack is a great long shot to win the uh, Defensive Player of the Year. He's plus five fifty. That's a fantastic bet. Khalil Mack's a monster. Yeah, Den- Denver's. 
is what is the safe. I think the safe pick there. I do not think Denver's the safe pick. I think the odds-on favorite in Vegas and the safe pick are the Kansas City Chiefs because the mm. Chiefs have more continuity. They're also starting Alex Smith, who's been you know good to pretty good the last couple of years, whereas the Broncos are no longer starting Peyton Manning. He retired. They're no longer starting Brock Osweiler. He's on the Texans. They're starting Trevor Simeon. And <laughs> Simeon's going to have a great first game going up against the freaking Panthers. He might just make love to the turf. He just was going to make out with the turf the whole game. I think that uh, Denver's defense is still going to be good, but they're not going to be historically great the way, the way they were last year. Even if they're only... Let's say 75% as good as last year. They'll still be very good, but that's not enough to carry Trevor Simeon to a division title in his rookie year. So I give it to the Chiefs, and uh, we love a bunch of their skill position players on offense too. Jeremy Macklin, Travis Kelsey, uh, Jamal Charles, who, knock on wood, hopefully will be back healthy from another devastating injury. He might not start week one. Well, he should take as much time as he needs. And... I also really love a bunch of the guys, uh, Tamba Ali, Justin Houston, Marcus Peters, who was a great defensive rookie last year, had eight picks. Love the Chiefs. think the Chiefs go like 11-5 and five and win that division again. And not again. The, the Broncos won it last year. They win the division. Uh, let's go back to the a- NFC, our fifth division. We're going to go the NFC North. That is what I call the Wizard of Oz division because it has the Lions and Bears. Lions and Tigers and Bears, oh my. The, the Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, and Minnesota Vikings. Who, this is the, probably the easiest one to predict in light of Teddy Bridgewater's season-ending injury, depending on Shame. what you Shame. think of Sam Bradford, because the Minnesota Vikings gave up a first-round and a fourth-round pick to get Sam Bradford. This is a slow clap for the Minnesota Vikings for giving up oh, man. a ton for an average quarterback. I think Sam Bradford is a disappointment uh, for going number one overall and being a Heisman winner, and I think he's going to disappoint his third. I don't know how many franchises he's played for. He's played for the Eagles, Rams, and now the Vikings, yes? So he's going to disappoint his third franchise of fans this year for the Vikings. Hope they're looking forward to that. I think the Packers win this division, and it's easy. What do you think, TM? Yeah, I was going to say... We, yeah, hopefully we agree on the Packers. Yeah. I hope Jordy Nelson we, we comes division. back healthy from his. Did he uh, was his Achilles last year or his ACL? Either way, it was out. For, he was out for the whole year. We hope Jordy comes back healthy. Randall Cobb's gonna have a bounce back year. Eddie Lacy is no longer fat. Eddie Lacy, he's chubby. Eddie Lacy, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna run the ball pseudo effectively. We hope. And Aaron Rodgers is the best football player alive. Yeah, I, I'm I I am in the tank for Rodgers more than most people. I think he's been the best football player alive since 2011, pretty much him and JJ Watt. And when he has his offensive line healthy, which they were not last year, their offensive line was really injured last year. When that offensive line is right and he gets some semblance of protection, he lights the world on fire. He had 31 touchdowns and eight picks last year in a down year. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a dragon. He's a- I love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, And so we're in total agreement about that. I don't think that the Bears or Lions are going to make any noise. I'm gonna. It's gonna hit me that Calvin Johnson is retired when I watch the Lions Mm. and 81 isn't out there. I miss watching Calvin Johnson play football already. Uh, What's up with uh, Matt Ryan, AJ? What's going on with him? With Matt Ryan? Yeah. Why would? Well, Matt Ryan was an MVP candidate way back in, was it 2012, when they went 13-3, and made the NFC Championship game, lost to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I, I, I think that once your confidence goes, that's really what happens. That same thing happened to Matt Schaub a couple years ago. Drew Brees, who's been at this a long time, says that QB is overwhelmingly about the, the mental sort of confidence and belief in yourself rather than the X's and O's. So maybe Matt Ryan lost some of his Definitely mojo. Planning, yeah. I don't know. 
But that's a nice random question to throw in, throw in there. But we're going from the NFC North, flip-flopping over to the AFC North, <laughs> which is, I think, another really interesting division to talk about. It's usually a three-horse race this year. It seems like it's more of a two-horse race. we got the Cincinnati Bengals, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, and the Cleveland Browns. Love the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I don't know how. You know how much of an accomplishment it is to be this awful for this long. Shouts to the Cleveland Browns, man. Shouts out to their fans. And the Cleveland Browns for sticking by them year after year. It is crazy. Someday they'll be good. I've never seen them be good. They went 10-6 and that one year with Derek Anderson, 2007, I think, and still missed the playoffs. Love the Browns. RG3 is going to be terrible. But uh, I think the Bengals win this division again. And I think they might have gone to the Super Bowl last year if Andy Dalton hadn't gotten hurt. They nearly beat the Steelers with A.J. McCarron in a playoff game. Uh, what do you think, Tien? Uh, I like the Steelers. You like the Steelers? Yeah, I do. I, uh, I think uh, Yeah, I, I think they're they're going to win it this year. And that's my bold pick. That's, that's the bold pick, that they're going to win the division? Win the division. Okay, and do you think how many over under 4,500 passing yards for Ben Roethlisberger? Four thousand five hundred yards. Uh, I mean, under right? That's pretty under. High. That's a lot, but it happens more and more in today's NFL. Antonio Brown's the best wide receiver in the NFL. Le'Veon, excuse me, Le'Veon Bell when he's healthy, I think is the best running back in the yeah. NFL. I'm a little biased about that. And even without Martavis Bryant for the whole year, uh, Marcus Wheaton, their third receiver, who's now pretty their solid. second receiver, is pretty solid. But those are just their skill position players. Mm-hmm. I don't think that uh, I love Marquise Pouncey, their center. Uh, on on their offensive line, but I don't really like the rest of that offensive line. And then their defense was pretty bad last year. Actually, no, I I, for, I, I forget whether their defense was bad or average last year, but they certainly weren't it's above average. average. But I think that's not nearly as well rounded as the Bengals. The Bengals defense is littered with blue chip guys: Geno Atkins, Vontez Perfect, Adam Jones. I'm forgetting somebody. Who am I forgetting? Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, love that defense. So I think uh, Cincinnati is one of the two or three best in terms of most well-balanced teams in the league. They win that division going away by like two games. Mm. We come to our last set of divisions. We're going to go with the NFC East, the most public division in football each year because it's four major markets. The Rosh... Excuse me. I I, I just couldn't speak. For two seconds there, my voice just didn't work. The Washington Redskins... New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, and Dallas Cowboys. Tien, who wins this division and why? Uh, I like Dallas. You like the Cowboys. I like Dallas. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. Let's go with America's team. I even like... even without Tony Romo, we we feel terrible for Tony Romo because yeah. he's so good when he's healthy. He was an MVP candidate a couple years ago when they went twelve and four, and he's just had one injury after another, and even this this back injury that he suffered against the Seahawks in the preseason was kind of a freak injury. He's out six to ten weeks, it said. It might be longer than that. We don't know. Dak Prescott, the yeah. rookie, is filling in, and he was, was your sleeper, fantasy sleeper. Yeah, I think he'll be good. I, uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say the, the two rookies kind of carry them this year. Let's the two see. rookies, yeah. Dak Prescott and, and Ezekiel. Ezekiel Elliott, who I I have so in two, so two different <laughs> fantasy leagues. I'm all in on Ezekiel so Elliott. You know why? Because the Dallas Cowboys have the best offensive line in football, this and I love Teron Smith and Zach Martin and that whole offensive line. And I think that if you put a decent running back behind them, like DeMarco Murray two years ago, then that guy is going to be a beast. But if you put a good running, like a really good running back, which Ezekiel Elliott, I think he is, then that dude is is going to be offensive rookie in the year and is going to gain like fifteen or sixteen hundred yards right out right out of the shoot. I love that guy. And uh, the the counter argument is that 
Well, the Redskins are also a fairly good team. They're the defending champs mm-hmm. in this division, and the Giants have a bunch of offensive firepower, and they just spent a ton of money in free agency on some defensive players. Shouts to Olivier Vernon for getting paid like he's the best defensive player in the NFL, even though he's not close. But I think that uh, Dallas's offense and their offensive line is going to, and they're going to allow it. They're going to allow them to play with the lead and just give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott, and they're going to win a bunch of games, 20-17, 17-14, just on the back of that offensive line in that running game. I'm putting a ton of faith into Dallas. So we agree. Yeah. Dallas wins the NFC East. Yeah, Dallas will be fun to watch this year, for sure. Uh, shouts to the Eagles for moving up to get Carson Wentz, who's going to be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> love it. And uh, last lastly, but last but not least. The best, the best division. The best division. Get out of here. The <laughs> AFC East. The Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets, and the, the New Pats. England, the New England Patriots, the New England Patriots, the team that we both root for. We're going to try and do this as objectively as possible. Absolutely. TN, Absolutely. Is there any chance the Patriots don't win this division? No way, Jose. Could an argument be made that if the Patriots say go one and three to start the year under Jimmy Garoppolo, and then Brady comes back, and the Jets or Bills start out three and one? That there's any chance it could happen? No. I actually don't think. I looked at the Jets schedule. The Jets schedule is murder. So mm-hmm. I don't think that uh, any team can pose a threat. But I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Right. You know, I think I think the worst we'll go is two and two. I think we'll lose to Arizona. And the, the, then, and notice then... how Tien's saying we. <laughs> we'll lose to Arizona. I try my best to avoid. That. I try to say like speak just as the Pats will lose to Arizona. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, of course. One one of my favorite things about Boston sports fans is they always say, we won, and then when they lose, it's, they lost. <laughs> we won, they lost. It's never we lost, and they won. But uh, I, we, I, I'm in agreement with you. The Patriots are going to win the AFC East. So we're in agreement about a lot of these divisions. To, to, to go, to, a quick recap. Also, I think that the Patriots defense is going to be bonkers this year. Stellar. And I love Jamie Collins. I love Jabal Sheard. Uh, they don't have Rob Ninkovich for a couple games because he got suspended and also tore his triceps, I think. And they're going to play Chris Long, who's a nice defensive veteran signing. The other veteran signing they made was Martellus Bennett, who's going to, him and Gronk are going to be the best tight end combo in the league. The best tight end combo the league has seen since uh, there was a, you know, murderer yeah, on the Patriots. Yeah, some guy. Some guy yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Who was my favorite player in the NFL. And I, I mm, truth be told, shame. I... I know it's it is shameful. It's weird to think about. I still have a rookie Aaron Hernandez jersey when he wore eighty five, <laughs> yeah. and because uh, he switched to eighty one when Chad Ochocinco joined the next year. But this this is neither here nor there. Aaron Hernandez is long in the past, in a jail cell. Uh, I think that Tom Brady, if the Pats go eleven and one in the twelve games that he's back, is going to be right there for MVP. I think his MVP odds were something like sixteen to one in Vegas. That's a pretty good bet. I think the Khalil Mack at plus five fifty for Defensive Player of the Year and Brady at MVP at sixteen to one are some two good future bets. Also, just bet the they Pats. Go. Also, just bet the Pats to win the AFC East because it happens every freaking year. Just I don't <laughs> care what if it's minus two hundred, minus two twenty five. I don't care what it is. Just bet it. Um, Tn, we went over the eight division winners. You like? I like we. I like the Pats, Bengals, Texans, Chiefs. Packers, Panthers, Seahawks, and Cowboys. You like the same eight except for you pick the Broncos instead of the Chiefs in the AFC West. You pick the Colts instead of the Texans in the AFC South. And you picked the Cardinals instead of the Seahawks in the NFC West. Does that sound right? Yeah. That's pretty good. We yeah. disagree on three of the eight divisions. We're rock solid on the other five. 
It's going to be really fun. Really quickly, if those are your eight division winners, who are the two wildcard teams in each conference? This is a really tough question just to throw mm. out at you. Well, if you want, if you want, I can go first. The two NFC wildcard teams, and that is a really tough one to do. One of those teams is going to be whoever doesn't win the division between the Cardinals and Seahawks. We think both those teams are playoff teams. Mm-hmm. So that's five. So the sixth team is up in the air. It could be anybody. I think it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm totally in the tank for Tampa. And in the AFC, I think that the Steelers get one of the spots after the Bengals win the division. And then the other one goes to... Raiders. <laughs> The Oakland Raiders. I clipped so hard in Audacity right now. The audio went through the roof, but it's worth it to do a Chris Berman impression when you say, The Raiders. Yeah, I'll also agree with you. I like the Raiders. I do like the Raiders a lot. You like the Raiders, yeah. but to make the playoffs, is a bit, I'm kind of out on an island there. So I, so the wildcard teams, I've got the Cardinals, because I think the Seahawks are winning that division, and the Bucks and in the NFC, and then the Raiders and the Steelers in the AFC. What do you think? I think, yeah, that sounds good, man. That sounds good? Those four wildcard teams? Okay. Gun to your head. Who represents the AFC and NFC in the Super Bowl? The Patriots. The Patriots. And let's go with... Let's go with uh, let's go with Arizona. The Patriots <laughs> and the Cardinals. Now, truth be told, when Elliot and I recorded take one of this episode four podcast, I said that exact Super Bowl. I said Pat's Cardinals. Oh, really? I said Cardinals over Pat's in the Super Bowl. I've thought about it long and hard. And as soon as you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Uh, the, ra- the best team usually does not win the Super Bowl. And case in point, I don't think the Broncos were the best team last year, especially mm-hmm. not with that mediocre ass, washed up ass Peyton Manning playing for them. I think if the Patriots hadn't blown the last two games intentionally the regular season and it had the one seed, mm-hmm. they would have won the yeah. AFC Championship game if it was in New England. But we don't have to dwell on the past. I think that a healthy Pats team with Brady is the best team in the AFC. But I think that the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. The Kansas City Chiefs. That's on record. It's a really bold prediction. I think that they're a bad matchup for the Pats if they can somehow avoid the Pats and maybe have a team like the Bengals or the Steelers take them out. Then they could win the AFC and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going out on a limb. What about the NFC? I don't know if it's a gun-to-my-head pick. I think this is just a devil's advocate pick. Gun-to-my-head, I might still pick the Pats. But this is for, officially on this podcast, I'm saying Chiefs, AFC representation in the Super Bowl. And then in the NFC, the NFC, you said the Arizona Cardinals. It was a team that I really, really liked going into this season for the last couple months. I think they've got the most blue chippers on offense and defense of any team in in the NFC. And I'm taking them, the Arizona Cardinals, to go to the Super Bowl. I, I, I really I really wanted to talk myself out of it, but mm-hmm. I'm in love with Bruce Arians and his scally caps that he wears, <laughs> those red Kangle scally caps. I'm in love with those receivers and that defense and David Johnson, who's going to be a fantasy monster this year. Uh, I think Cardinals over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. What do you think? Do you think the Patriots or Cardinals win the Super Bowl and your fake Super Bowl? I think the Patriots win. Absolutely not a homer pick at all. The Patriots, the GOAT is back. TN TN picks the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. To win their fifth Super Bowl of the Brady-Belichick era. And to cement Brady's status as one for the pinky. Got to get a ring for the pinky finger, right? He's got all the other one one for the thumb. I don't know know, whichever. He needs a fifth one. All right. Real quick, 
Who wins MVP of the league? This is actually a really interesting one for me. Who wins MVP? MVP. MVP of the NFL. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, I don't. I, I I said that Brady was a good value bet at sixteen to one. I don't think he's actually going to win MVP. I think that if his if he can lead his team to eleven and five, and uh, it would probably take them winning the division. But I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be MVP. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to throw th- for a gazillion yards, like forty eight hundred yards. And it depends on if he can stay healthy because he always has nagging injuries. He's good at playing through them, but he always has some little nick. If he can play 16 games and lead that team to a division title, which I don't think he can do. Again, I think the Bengals are winning that division. But if they win that division, I think Roethlisberger wins MVP. I apologize for the contradictions. That I picked the Seahawks to win the NFC West, but I picked the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Sorry. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I love it. I love it. I love that pick. Russell Wilson's a great pick. I think the Seahawks, this might be the last year they have of being a top-tier perennial contender. It's really hard it's like to keep the window open. Not every team is, you know, the Patriots. Can't just keep that window open forever <laughs> if you're any just forever any old team. But the Seahawks, this is going to be their fifth year of being a contender, and that's a, an amazing accomplishment. They went to two straight Super Bowls and then lost in the divisional rounds uh, in 2012 and then last year against the Panthers in a game that kind of snowballed out of their control in the first half and they still almost brought it all the way back. Uh, yeah, I really like Russell Wilson. I think this is as good as he's ever been was the l- second half of last year. So Can't wait. Can't wait I can't watch. wait. And those are our predictions. This is our NFL preview podcast. Tien, thank you so much for coming on, man. You were, nerv- you were nervous <laughs> about coming on a podcast. And we did a little trial thing. We did a little pre-run for this just to get you used to it. And you said, I'm addicted. That was really fun. Yeah, it's That's fun. what you said. I hope to be back. We'll, uh, we'll yeah, well, I, I think we'll do a little menage a pod with uh, me, you, and Elliot Bruce sporadically throughout the NFL season. I think that would be some good fun. Yeah, we'll have absolutely. a bunch of other guests on, a litany of guests, many of whom you know may or may not constitute managers in our fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny that, that I'm just going to have all my friends on this podcast before I have legit guests. But I want to thank everybody, again, our millions of listeners, for listening to Fighting Fighter with Fire, the AJ Road Show. You can listen to... The AJ Roadshow at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire. A little quick housekeeping update. I submitted the RSS feed for fighting fire with fire to iTunes for review. And I have not heard back from them yet, but my guess is that within the week we will be on iTunes and have an iTunes feed. And you'll be able to find fighting fire with fire on iTunes by going to the iTunes store to the podcast section and searching fighting fire with fire. I'm super excited. You will hear about that as soon as I get the email from iTunes. Amazing. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the AJ Rose show. You can follow me on Twitter at a Jeremy Rose and you can follow TN on Twitter at TN All Stars. Which is TN's name for everything because he's an original. <laughs> so why would you change the name if you're an original? TN, say bye to the people. See you later. Peace out. Later, guys. Cheers. <laughs>